Dogs. 96 dogs. 96 dogs in You ever hear the room? song 96 Quite Bitter Beings by CKY? No. You have. You just didn't know you have. Oh. Yes. This is what we're doing on the podcast. You can definitely leave this This is of what this we're out. doing here today. I think we're uh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are. Welcome back to... Jump on the Batwagon. I've definitely heard that song. I know yeah. you have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard Icky Thump? You no. Have. Yes, you have. You ever heard... <laughs> Freaking, uh, whatever the song was we were doing yet, Jimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy, Eat. <laughs> Kimmy Eats World. That's the name of the song. This is the show where we watch through the entire DC animated universe from start to finish in the controversial air date order. Brian, yes, to watch the shows the way human beings experience them in, in the, the far, far gone, gone days, days of the, the 1990s. 1990s. Brian, me. has only seen 48 episodes of the me. DCAU so far. So far, Whilst we need some wording I, for that. Yeah, Listener send in help. your learning. Your your learning. <laughs> send in your learning. Send in your All grades. Of your learning to me. We're gonna we're gonna look at your grades. <laughs> send your GPAs to podcast. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Mine's not great. Yours. Uh, I think I wound up with a three point eight by the end of high school. I was pretty. It was pretty good. Nice. Pretty, I definitely did not. I, I was ADD and neurodivergent enough to be a terrible student uh-huh. uh, because I don't do book learning so good. Turns yeah. out when I'm just set on my own, I can like understand how the whole fucking world works. But yeah, I don't. I, I can't. I can't learn I like math from book. a book. We recommend you watch today's DCAU <laughs> episode before listening to this podcast to get the full experience out of our discussion. And please. If you send in mail or leave a comment, do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. Or the secret recipe to some like local restaurant that you love. Well, yeah, don't don't tell us the crabby I mean tell us, us the, the crabby patty secret, secret formula. formula. <laughs> These are our plankton impressions, apparently. I don't think I've ever tried. <laughs> I haven't I just I suddenly no, I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Before I flip this podcast into Krabby Patty Maximum no. Overdrive. <laughs> Today we are watching the, the man, mechanic. The man who killed the mechanic. The man who killed Batman. Your guess before was uh it was either the Joker killing Batman's spirit metaphorically or something, or it was about Bruce Wayne and how he's gonna stop being Batman. He's yeah. the man who killed Batman. Yeah. And then it's going to be about Earl, the mechanic. Yeah, every episode from now on is about Earl. <laughs> it just got like at least a one second clip. There's one of him and like the like toast pops up in the toaster. He's like, oh, and then it just goes back to the cartoon. <laughs> Time to get up and fix the Batmobile again. <laughs> oh, it's not even here, but that's just what I do. I live here. Bruce Wayne keeps me captive in this <laughs> weird room. <laughs> just him like staring out a window with his hands behind his back waiting for the Batmobile to show up. <laughs> oh, maybe today. <laughs> He's so like excited, but... It never, it never comes. Oh, just like the dog in Futurama. Oh man, that's sad. I don't like that. Yep. Nope. Let's this, move on. This is a stacked crew on this episode. Ooh. We've got uh, writer Paul Dini. Yes. Director Bruce Paul Tim. <laughs> Bruce Tim. Music Shirley Paul Walker. Paul Dini. And animation 
by Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you saw me switching apps. I didn't actually. I thought you were just scrolling. Blow this thing. Get everybody on the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one. Let's jam. Give me the crap, Patty. <laughs> Secret formula right now. That's pretty oh, good, actually. That's not the words. Whoops. <laughs> I forgot to mention this aired Monday. Oh, it's sunrises. <laughs> this aired Monday, February 1st, 1993. We skipped seven days. That's a week. 4.30 p.m. Fox. This is the 51st episode produced and the 49th to air. Oh, that is so close. 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 We're going to have to pop the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. The fizzy fizzy whiskey. <laughs> the fizzy whiskey. <laughs> Brought to you by Jim Jam and the Bay. Oh boy! <laughs> it's a uh, we have devolved to early morning radio show hosts <laughs> like the ones like the drive time commute. K Rock 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 Rock. K Rock is that in Big Bus? Is it in Big Bus? It's, it's got somewhere. it's got the Ram right. The Ram it's like their logos like Ram horns. Or oh, something? probably I don't know. Why does that I sound? They were like, the radio stations have enough RAM to be K-Rock, <laughs> right? Mine will always be Rock 101 FM from New Hampshire. Is, uh, what is it in Little Bus? Smaller Bus? It doesn't matter. Let's watch uh, The Man Who Killed Batman. I had to check again. <laughs> Look at the phone. What is this episode called? The Mechanic. The, me- the Mechanic Who Killed the Mechanic. The Mechanic Who Killed Batman. Oh, my God. Who could it be? Look <laughs> <laughs> at you, Earl. Earl Cooper's in every episode. Okay, let's watch, let's watch okay. it. Let's watch the episode. I'm not hitting stop. I am. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hit stop, and then Brian hit go, and now we're doing this again. I'm not hitting stop. Okay, don't. You have to come hit it. Not pants, shorts. I'm wearing pants. You can't keep me here. I got rights. Lousy balls. Simmer down, party boys. You'll be out tomorrow morning. Uh, Montoya. Word is coming in from the streets on a homicide victim. They have an ID? Yeah, it's, uh... It's Batman. What? How? That explosion at the customs house. They said it's the work of some mastermind called the Squid. (laughs) Oh, Madre de Dios. Hey, look, Renee, the commission's taking it pretty hard. Uh, Could you, uh... Sure, sure. How about it, losers? You see anything tonight? What's the word on this squid guy, huh? What about you, Skinny? You got anything to say? Just one minute, please. I'm Harleen Quinzel, legal counsel to Mr. Debris. I've paid his bail, and he doesn't have to answer any questions until he's formally arraigned. Don't I know you from someplace? I think I served you a subpoena once. It was a small subpoena. And we'll start the podcast again just as soon as we take that Brian there 
and put him in this bag here and wrap him in this cowboy bebop blanket there. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing I forgot to do when I played Tank. It's not for you, it's for me. But, <laughs> but you can wear it for this podcast episode. This is mine now. Nah, I don't Wait, know. why did that, did you touch that? I didn't touch that. How did that get so quiet? I don't know. <sighs> I'm in a cow. Is this a cowboy bebop blanket? <laughs> it is. You didn't even look at it. <laughs> I, it's, it's pinned shut. I can't. Oh, it's got iron. Oh, it, oh, I forgot one of the pins. Just un, undo it. It's a little snappy plastic doodad. I don't want to. Do it. I did all the rest of them. Okay. 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 Yeah. You got it. Blank, 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 blank. It turned out Batman wasn't dead. Oh, my the heaven heaven <laughs> oh my heaven yeah i was like how can there be episodes after this if batman dies oh that's cool it is pretty cool i went to like six different stores being that had like anime stuff in them and i'm like they had like inuyasha and death note and uh, dragon ball and a bunch of like other like similarly old-ish anime stuff and i'm like where the fuck where's any cowboy bebop thing like ever just any just one thing and then i finally found that one thing i'm like this this will work (laughs) (laughs) what's what's the one thing just for the sake of having a cowboy bebop thing well yeah i don't have any cowboy bebop stuff i knew that a sunrise episode was coming up what i meant to do was start playing the song and then pull the blanket out of the bag (laughs) dramatically and have a big old Brian laugh, but then ha! it didn't work because I forgot. Ha! <laughs> Thank you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Etc. <cetera. laughs> I'm not going to do that. I think it's about time to stop laughing like that. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Let's do the rest of the podcast. Okay. What happened in The Man Who Killed Batman, Brian? Tell me the synopsis. There was a guy What's named his name? Sydney, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Sid, a.k.a. Sid the Squid. Sid the Squid. He was an idiot. <laughs> he happened into the, the situation of being somebody that he wasn't. Could you forgive his, like, whoa, oh, whoa, at the start <laughs> after you, like, yeah, he's, get, 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 he's get, running get. across the street and you, you're like, oh, this is terrible voice acting because he's just like, whoa, oh, and everything. And, but then when you find out, like, who it makes he is. Sense yeah. hindsight, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sid the Squid, he, he's an idiot. He's kind of like one of those, uh, what do you, not like idiot savant. What am I trying to say? I don't know. He gets, he gets Dude, accidentally... Silly pee-pee poo-poo guy. He silly pee-pee pooped his way into being uh, a crime... Overboard. Getting into the salty spittoon with those yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. We finally see what the inside of the salty spittoon looks like. It's <laughs> exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> the one guy arm wrestling was definitely the human version of the yes. without any milk guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we get Sid, and he's like, all this stuff keeps happening to him. People, th- you know, he, he accidentally pushes Batman off a building with his drunken kung fu. And he, everyone thinks that Batman is dead. And so we go through the episode and it's basically Sid accidentally crime bossing his way (laughs) to the top. 
It's like girl bossing, but <laughs> in Crime Town. <laughs> yeah, crime, yeah crime you know. <laughs> uh, this is another one of those ones. It's like not that hard to sin up, but it's mm-hmm. like uh, dumb guy ends up at the top of a crime racket, and then everybody wants mm-hmm. to kill him because he's at the top, and then it turns out Batman's not dead at the end. Joker's mad about it. Thing. Joker's was like the most captivating storyline, yeah, actually. Yeah. But maybe you, you can give us the full synopsis. Well, no, yours is the synopsis. Mine's the synopsis. synopsis. Okay. <laughs> the official synopsis. Do that. Which was, uh, you, I, I, I should specify, I suppose, used in press materials and, and TV guide and that sort of thing. This is another probably guitarful uh, entry in our synopsis breakdowns. What's the, you had blues last time. What's this time? I don't know. Tank. <laughs> Play tank verbatim. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, just, just, I don't know. I was just about to say, like, guy in his prison cell, but that's the blues thing that we were doing before. <laughs> do whatever you want. Come up with it right now. Uh, oh, my God. Third-rate mob stumble bum, Sidney Debris, which is, that's what uh, Rupert Thorne called him, a stumble bum. Whatever that is. It crawls to crime kingpin Rupert Thorne, begging for help. Not to be confused with the kingpin from <laughs> Spider-Man. It seems Sydney has done the impossible and become the man who killed Batman. That's oh, the name of the episode. Than this, doesn't it? Sure. Sydney explains in a flashback that takes up most of the episode that while he was <laughs> acting as... That's what it says, actually. <laughs> that while he was acting as lookout for drug runners, Batman surprised him on a warehouse roof. The two struggled, and Sid's bumbling caused Batman to pitch off the roof and into a shed of explosive gas. This is a big tank, but... It was uh, the world's thinnest probe. <laughs> yeah, you were like, those are bulletproof or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not brick-proof, though. You're brick. After hey. the ensuing fire, the only thing found was Batman's cape and cowl. Conspiracy. At first lauded as a hero by the underworld, Sidney soon became the man to beat. Suddenly, everybody wanted a piece of the man who killed Batman, particularly the Joker, who had his hench wench, Harley, bring Sidney to him for corroboration of the tale. Once the Joker believed Batman was gone, his grief was considerable, and he held a wake for the Dark Knight at the chemical plant where they first met. The capper of the ceremony was to be Sidney's own execution at the Joker's hands, for killing Batman before the Joker could, of course. But a lucky fluke allowed Sid to escape. As the flashback ends, Sid begs Thorne to get him safely out of town. But it turns out Thorne already heard the rumors and suspects Sidney of playing dumb as a way to advance upwards in his mob. Just then, Batman shows up alive and well to save Sidney from Thorne's wrath. It seems Batman was trying to find out who was calling the shots behind the drug runners, and he knew if he stayed out of sight and followed Sidney, he'd eventually find the kingpin, but not the one from (laughs) Spider-Man. Sidney is sent to jail for his original part in Thorne's operation, but he earns new respect in prison as the man who nearly offed the bat. <laughs> I was hoping that'd be in the core, but it wasn't. That was, that was good. That was some pretty high energy guitar, and I feel like it needed to be read faster. So I started faster. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the. I didn't catch the drift. <laughs> Please read faster, James. <laughs> good episode, Brian. Hey.
<laughs> I interrupted you. What were you saying? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> it's a good episode. It was, yeah? it was a yeah. good episode. Yeah. 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 It was. I liked. I I really liked some of the art. Yeah, you were uh, <laughs> right off the bat. There was uh, jump rain on bat. There was rainfall, just like changing perspective and stuff, and existing at all. Uh, and you thought that looked cool. I mean, it was it was a really cool interpret and lots of like crazy angles. That's one of the things I think I'm I'm really appreciating most about Sunrise's stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was just storyboarded this way. But they tend to do cool angles, yeah. and they make the world keen effects, keen effects, <laughs> keen angles. They they make it more just. I, I don't know. They like they make the world more dimensional, and mm-hmm. I find it. I it, it kind of like sucks me in more. I like all of the uh, like events that play out in just shadows and silhouettes and stuff in this too. Like yeah. when they're witnessing Batman and Sydney fighting, and it's just in silhouette on the roof, which is kind of like the intro. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then also the like guys running up to do the crime in the first place, and then all you see is Sydney's like shadow casted on the uh, tank, and he just whoa and falls down, yeah, and trips and stuff before you ever actually see him. Uh, and, there, and there's yeah. they also played with that um, in different ways, like Batman being in silhouette, he shoots his oh yeah his little his grappling gun. hook thing. <laughs> he shoots a gun right at <laughs> he shoots, and then that's the end of the episode. Yep. Uh, and it's like a flash of him, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's, it's cool. They've got a cool way of like weaving a universe. The visually. Joker coming out of his shadow chair like he's done before. Yeah. Uh, the hyenas were back. The hyenas were back and they made a meal of a guy, but he was okay. He was okay. Yeah. I'll get them up. I'm like, oh, he's, that guy's not going to be in the rest of the episode. Nope. He's just nope, here he's there and he's got an, on his cheek. band-aid yeah. on his cheek. He's fine. He's got mauled by two hyenas. Yeah. Put that band-aid on his cheek. Get the nope. mop. He's fine. He he managed to get out of there just fine. Just like that uh, zookeeper got out of the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Off screen, he escaped. Maybe they just like punctured one hole in a sheet. Yeah. And they're just like spewing, like <laughs> spurting blood get out. them up. This happens. They always go right for the artery in your cheek. Or <laughs> 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 it's just like, uh, just like how Batman escaped Harley and Ivy's table full of stuff. As soon as that guy went off screen, he could get away from the hyenas. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he went to the same like ninja training as Batman. <laughs> that just sparked something for me, and it's completely unrelated, and maybe we'll save it for later if we don't forget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could say it now. Oh, it's, a, it's an art question, storyboarding question. Okay. Do these guys write themselves into things that they can't write themselves out of? <laughs> and I mean, maybe every once in a while. I don't know. Like like the guy getting mauled and stuff? No. no well, I mean, like that's kind of what like led me to it. The, the fact that Sid was in a coffin going down a conveyor belt oh, yeah. into a boiling pit of acid. Yeah. He goes in, like he's in there. We see the camera, like we're in there with him in the coffin. And then suddenly there's like a flash of white light and he's not even like seconds later he's not even in yeah the building that he was in he's outside on a riverbank yeah well like so i took that as just that that tank like empties into the river or whatever and <laughs> and so batman like knew that or something because so historically like 
I don't think we see this detail on in, in the DCAU, but when the Joker originally like falls in the acid to become the Joker in comic books, he dumps out of like a pipe uh, into the river, and then he's on the riverbank like seeing his reflection in the water, and that's when he like cracks mentally when he sees like what he looks like, and then he's like standing there with his hands on his face, freaking out and laughing everywhere. So like. I think that's intended to be the same way that the coffin wound up there, uh-huh. but then Batman just opens it before the acid can get in or something. But like <laughs> that's already going to re- re- like rendered it inert. What? Like if he if he's like going down a river, yeah. In a oh, he didn't like, need Batman to save him. I don't know. No, like Batman did a cool thing off screen. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Batman, man. I, mean, I guess for me, that was the question was like, well, do they just like, like, oh, yeah, and you're going to go into the thing. Well, how's he going to get out? So he's going to like wake up on the riverbank. <laughs> Batman got him. <laughs> Almost got him. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like that's a don't know what to do. I feel like they knew he was going to be saved by Batman. Batman would come back. They just didn't necessarily like mm. figure out the exact motions that Batman would go through to do that. <laughs> but yeah. in the end, Brian, would it have made it better if you knew exactly how Batman saved him? Didn't need to ha- be there. I mean, I feel like it could have. There could have been a, b- a bit of a stronger storyline with like, like kind of wrapping up the Joker with like, oh, the bat is alive. If Batman like swooped in, ripped the. But that's very predictable, you, you know. I, I guess so. <laughs> I like the I like the whole like he's just because you, you had the right reaction to that. Of of like the, how's he gonna get the, out? Yeah, like the casket actually like I think you expected before it would get to the end of the yeah thing the ramp that Batman would swoop in and save him, but instead it dumps into the acid. It starts sinking. The acid is leaking and dripping in through the thing, and you're like, "What? Uh, um, like, <laughs> like what the hell? What, how's he gonna not die? Batman's coming back, right?" And then he, then yeah, it just kind of weirdly flings open, and he's outside. I, that, that's the thing again. Like without it, it like sets up with each second that he's in there. It sets up bigger and bigger questions, which aren't really answered they just left me with more questions that man also i guess has many spare cape and cowls because he didn't save that one that was in there that was sometimes in there <laughs> it was yeah. in there and the, until they threw sydney in there and then it wasn't there anymore <laughs> i guess i couldn't see it the thing for me that was like uh I, and i guess it would like work with jokers kind of thing was that like the casket was kind of like I don't know how to describe this in podcast word, but like the the casket was maybe set up like reverse as what it should normally be because it's a bit where Joker like goes in and puts the kick me yeah. sign mm-hmm. on the thing and then it cuts to him pulling back and like he, <laughs> you can't quite see the shape of the coffin, uh-huh. coffin. He puts the kick me sign on the cowl and then the next shot is him like kind of pulling away from just having pasted the thing on there or taped mm-hmm. the thing on there. And he's at the foot of the coffin. Oh. Which would make it as though he like flipped it around. Oh, I see. That's what you meant by upside down. I thought you meant upside yeah. down like face down. No, I just didn't. It, that's a hard like <laughs> orientation. It's hard yeah. for me to explain. Um, and pod, listener, imagine 3D space. And yeah. Batman's <laughs> cape and cow. 
Yeah, no, no. He hit the flip horizontally option. On, <laughs> yeah, on and then left Photoshop. was right, and oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, that that whole scene is the best uh, part of this episode. The like yeah. eulogy and the yeah the kazoo, like, <laughs> amazing grace. It's always really good. Uh, I, I love that they committed to that. Yeah, I, that this whole episode is really good to me. Like it's it feels. I was trying to picture or think of like what, what makes, what separates like the Paul Dini writing from other writers. And I think it's just that like he, he just knows how each character individually like is supposed to talk. Like everyone has their own different personality. And I think a lot of the other episodes hmm. are just like guessing or trying like, I mean, maybe it's just that I'm used to what these versions of the characters are supposed to be. So when he writes them, I'm like, yeah, that's it or whatever. But like Joker, when they're in the jewel place, everything that Joker says just feels right. Just feels like yeah, what he should be. And like he does the whole like, you know, he, he throws that guy to the hyenas for talking out of turn. And then he said when they're in there. He like Paul Dini adds the little like quip of like any questions, Murph? No, good or whatever he wants. Like that might not have been in there had it been someone else. He was just can he would just be a wacky, jokey guy yeah. or whatever. And uh, but also had like he had really good uh, sad lines. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also just like his like his the range of his personality, yeah. and you get to see the whole like yeah, angry, sad, excited, like all that stuff. And he's and, he's yeah. in it for like the Joker is obviously in it for the like experience. Yeah, if I can say that, <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not about getting too. the jewels. It's <laughs> yeah. like he's he's there yeah. because he has this like he's got the like the perfect foe in Batman, and he yeah. loves that relationship. And the fact that Batman was killed by some like inept fool is like yeah. the worst for him, and he's just like you know, lost all lust for life at this yeah, point. Yeah, I enjoyed that you were, like, you were getting a good reaction out of the whole, like, okay, like, this is how it's supposed to go. I do a thing, and then Batman shows up, and we have some laughs. We do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Where is he? And I, I love the fact that, meanwhile, Batman's just probably, like, standing on the roof, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, letting him be angry. <laughs> he gets to do that this whole time. This is one of those episodes where it does feel like, out of all the characters in Batman the Animated Series, that Batman is sometimes the least interesting. Like, when he shows up at the end, and Sidney's just, oh, so the plot was all of this stuff? And Batman just has to go, uh-huh. Yeah. And that's his whole thing, this episode. Although I do like it, the story's just like, stop struggling, you fuckhead! Like, get yeah. off me! <laughs> and I also love that he... As he falls off the building, he has enough time to, like, think of this whole strategy of, like, if I fake my death, I can just tail this guy the whole episode and, and figure out what's going on. When there, He was in such a fluster in that moment. It's just like, you get off me, guy! And it falls. Like, I guess he's just, that was part of it, or I don't know. I would like to, I would like to make it, like, make the canon. And maybe you could make this video happen. I thought maybe you can make this canon. Maybe you can king. make a canon. Okay. <laughs> But the idea, Batman. <laughs> but the idea that like maybe in the same way that there's all these videos like talking about how like Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars <laughs> is actually like a, like, a drunken yeah. mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like maybe that is Sid's Sid thing. Squid, yeah. yeah, like he's actually like he ha could like very well have done like the drunken kung fu thing and like yeah. all this like misdirection <laughs> and like Q show kind of style. He comes back in the Adventures Continue comics that are that came out a couple like over the last couple of years. He's mm -hmm. just in one issue and 
uh, Batman's like needing some sort of information from the underground, and he like tails Sid the Squid. He's hanging him upside down, asking him questions and stuff. And the way they describe him in the comic is like, oh, Sid the Squid, like he had his nose in everything or something like that. And we're like reading that going like, did he though? I don't <laughs> think so. Like he was just this like bumbling, yeah, the stumble bum is the thing. <laughs> like just trying and failing at everything <laughs> or I guess not failing at everything. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's the thing. What if it was, what if it was intentional? Yeah, he was And he's actually. like, he actually, like he was, what if he was sincere in wanting to be like be somebody yeah and he was like oh okay well i'm gonna do this and i'm like really good at kung fu or whatever so i'm gonna like knock batman off this he's building so good. yeah they can pretend then, yeah yeah and, and he's just like he's he's always a step ahead what if he's the riddler <laughs> we're That's just all we're we're disappointed with the riddler so we're making every other character <laughs> there's, there's diet riddler there's sid the squid blur <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I right, cast. Oh, give me a cast, Kevin give Conroy me a K. as Batman. Oh, E V I N <laughs> Conroy. Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon. Don't think he was in this episode. I don't remember him. <laughs> uh, but Detective Bullock was, and he's not credited in here. He talked. He did. What's up with the credits lately? The cast, they don't, don't list them correctly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did so we could have got up on the Hydra's back, but, but we, we can't. Yeah, we can't do that. It's Damn. not official. I like how uh, Bullock even was kind of sad. Of, like, there's a dead guy, a homicide. It was Batman. So that, I I actually kind of got misdirected there. Yeah. As a quick aside. Yeah. That I thought it was like, oh, Bullock wouldn't actually care if he was dead. Bullock hates him. And yeah. like maybe it was like the, and also stories cops wouldn't say that in front of a pen. That's what I was of thinking, people, and yeah. so it's like, oh, this is obviously like a setup. They're trying to like get the word out that Batman's dead, but they know he's he's not actually. Mm, that actually that could be. I don't know. Maybe that was in a. Maybe that was in like thing, uh, yeah. a like a, a deleted scene kind of thing where <laughs> he was like Batman, like Commissioner Gordon's like, I can't believe Batman died. And, Batman and then Batman in the walks window, in the yeah. window and he's like, hey, this is the plan. Yeah, send send yeah. these goons to say the thing. See, send, we send figured it out. We figured it out. Yeah, stand in front of the entire captured criminals and say, yeah, Batman is dead, by the way. Yeah. And be sad about it. And be yeah. like, oh, what is this baloney or whatever yeah. he would say. <laughs> this malarkey. Uh, we got Matt Frewer as Sydney. Uh, he played Panic of Pain and Panic in Hercules, the little Hades minions. Knows. God, you idiot. <laughs> He's a character called The Bishop in Castlevania, the new show. Never seen it. He plays the leader in the Incredible Hulk 90s animated series, the Pink Panther in Pink Panther 90s animated series, and he is... Max Headroom. Wow! <laughs> really? Like, That's the one Brian will know. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I know Max Headroom. Matt, that, that's just like a cool bit of real cliche, like late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. Yeah. I just love I just love that Max Headroom is Sid the Squid. <laughs> like now that I know that. <laughs> Those are very different personalities. <laughs> yeah. What acting breadth he has. <laughs> yeah. And pain of pain or panic of pain and panic. Mark <laughs> Hamill is the Joker. 
Um, Maurice Lamarche as Murphy. I think this is one of that's the guy that gets eaten, Murph. eaten or whatever. Uh, he plays Vincent Price on The Simpsons. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Big Bob on Hey Arnold. Oh, of Bob's Beepers. Big Bob's Beeper. Helga's dead. Uh, he is Mr. Freeze on Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, wait, I got you. Uh-huh. I got you. No, I don't. This is way too full for me to Mr. Freeze into. No, you can do it. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I was wanting water to spew out or tea spew out. Whatever's in there. Water. Uh, he plays Grandmaster Wizard on Adventure Time, which is an unfortunate name for a character. But <laughs> it, it is. It is. But also, I don't remember that character. I don't know. He is Morbo on Futurama, the big green alien news anchor guy. Oh, <laughs> God, amazing. Mortimer Mouse on House of Mouse. Egon on Extreme Ghostbusters, which is Harold <laughs> Ramis's character. And, of course, Brain on Pinky and the Brain. No, sh- so this guy's had a career. Yeah, and he's a thousand and other things. Still having a career. Yeah. Uh, he was also, I was looking, I was just like, okay, what are like notable things? Cause there's so many things to pull from on his IMDb. Yeah. And a- apparently I, you, have you seen elf Will Ferrell? Yeah. Elf? There's a scene where they're having dinner and he drinks like a whole two liter of soda and yeah. is just fine. And then like five minutes later has like this enormous burp. Apparently Maurice LaMarche is Buddy's Belch. In Elf, <laughs> he just does the burp sound. I didn't know that was a job. I want that job. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I do Mister Freeze? <laughs> I can burp on command. Can't do it now. Oh, he's lying. He's gonna Hold throw on. up all over. <laughs> you gotta do it for a good thirty seconds. Oh, please don't. <laughs> well, now it's stuck. Thanks. <laughs> do it. Do it. Just let it out. No, I, I need to like give that a second. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just go on. No, okay. Gonna... Ingrid Olu as Renee Montoya. Robert Picardo as Eddie. Uh, he plays the Doctor on Star Trek Voyager, holographic Doctor. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Richard Woolsey on Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> I included that he is Principal White in Ben 10 Race Against Time, which was a live-action Ben 10 movie that Maddie and I watched a couple months ago. Oh, no. And it, when he shows up as the principal, I'm like, hey, it's Robert Picardo. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll be several other DCAU voices that I can't tell you yet. But Shoot. Well, um, okay. I look forward to hearing that he's several voices yes. in DCAU. Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn, John Vernon as Rupert Thorne. You want to hear some tribs? We got giant tribs. Rupert Thorne's name is actually Rupert Murdoch. Oh, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's been a while since we've damned. It's been a while since we've had a Rupert Murdoch episode. Rupert Thorne episode. It has been a while. Trivs. The story Trivs. is loosely taken from Detective Comics number five twenty four, Death Grip. However, in this in that story, Sid the Squid's apparent killing of Batman is only a delusion. Sid is suffering as a result of his fight with Batman. Oh, so it doesn't actually happen. What if none of that actually happened though? And they he's Dallas just telling, it. yeah. Well, like Batman walks in, like, yeah, I I knocked you out, and then you crawled to Rupert Thorne's office and told him all this <laughs> stuff. Because the Joker just like gets away, presumably, or or he Batman could have captured him, I guess, but we don't see that happen, so I don't know. Harvey Bullock probably recognizes Harley without her Harley Quinn makeup because she posed as a police officer at Commissioner Gordon's testimonial dinner in Joker's favor. 
Oh, but we don't get any hint of that. Like, or that's he says, like, don't I know you from somewhere or whatever? Uh, this is also the first episode to use Harley Quinn's real name, Harleen Quinzel. Oh, I, I which, thought that was like a farce. Yeah, that's 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 the weird thing about its context in this episode is you assume that it's just like oh, because Harley Quinn. Like, what if that's a what a really good name you came up with there to hide that you're Harley Quinn. But th- that's her actual name, <laughs> which wow. would also mean why did Bullock not hear that and go, oh, yeah, no, I know who this is. <laughs> or yeah, <whatever>. right. <laughs> uh, the Ace Chemical Plant, where Joker ambushes Sydney, is the place where, according to several comics continuities, the Joker fell into a vat of toxic waste during his first meeting I was with wondering. Uh, in Batman 89, it is instead named the Axis Chemical Plant. Axis Chemicals oh, yeah. was listed on the Batmobile computer screen in Nothing to Fear as a possible location for Scarecrow. So both exist in this world, I guess. <sighs> what direction? <laughs> the Scarecrow are they in? is in Ace or Axis Chemicals, asshole. <laughs> asshole Chemicals. <laughs> oh, there's three of them. Yeah, which direction? East. In his eulogy for Batman at the start of the ambush for Sid, Joker opens with, Dear friends, today is the day the clown cried. A reference to the shelved Jerry Lewis film. Were you aware of this? No. So there was a movie called The Day the Clown Cried, 1972. It was a Swedish-French drama film directed and star- directed by and starring Jerry Lewis. Is he uh, Swedish? I don't know. <laughs> I thought Going that was very internets. strange that he's like, no, I got to do a foreign film. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the film was met with controversy regarding its premise and content, which features a circus clown who is imprisoned in a Nazi concentration camp. Holy and it, so it just never, did shit. not get released for hopefully obvious reasons, but yeah. No, he's American. That's a, that's a weird choice there, Jerry Lewis. Bruce Timm stated that the idea for the episode came when he and Deanie debated what it would be like if Batman was not present for the majority of the episode. <laughs> that's a, I guess, brainstorm session. Hmm. Created this. Deanie was actually worried that people would think Harley playing Amazing Grace on Kazoo as the coffin containing Sydney is lowered into the waist during Joker's ambush was sacrilegious, but nothing came of it. The tune was performed by Arlene Sorkin, Harley's voice actress, in one take. In an interview Whoa. with in an interview with this is kind of like an infamous trips. In an interview with Tune Zone, Deanie stated it was fortunate that Sorkin was able to complete the song in one take, as immediately after that, she and the remainder of the voice cast broke Ooh. into uncontrollable yeah. laughter. We'd never got we'd never have gotten a second take of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking that was pretty amazing while listening to it. Amazing and that Grace. makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sydney's nickname Sid the Squid was apparently popular with the writers at Warner Bros. Animation at the time, as it was also used for one of the enemies of Animaniacs character Slappy Squirrel. Uh, Hmm. It will also appear in another later BTS episode as a past alias of a different character. Oh! Spoilers. In Mark Hamill's introduction for the book The Joker, A Visual History of the Clown Prince of Crime in 2011, he specifically mentioned the scene from this episode where Joker gave Batman's solemn eulogy, casually sent Sid to his death, and then said, well, that was fun. Who's for Chinese? (laughs) Hamill credits both the scene and the line, without Batman, crime has no punchline, with being the single most significant moment to him getting the character of the Joker. Years later, in 2012, Hamill performed the eulogy on stage... At the Star Wars celebration in 2012, I'm going Star to play. Yeah, I'm going to play you a, a wee bit of this. Let me get to the right. Give me a part, sn- though. Nap and crackle. 
Okay, can I say that my new favorite Joker is Mark Hamill live action doing yeah. Joker? Yeah, there, there's been quite the clamoring over the years for him to play Joker. He in, needs in to play that. Yeah. He's incredible. <laughs> just watching yeah, it's a different experience. Like yeah. his whole like his <laughs> face just changes yeah, so yeah, and yeah. like. I, I've never seen Mark Hamill be better at anything. Yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah. That's insanely good. <laughs> there, there's a whole thing about how, like, everyone in the uh, recording booth, uh, all they, there was, like, a unique thing about this show was that they would have everyone there recording together versus most cartoons even Doing today so, are oh, yeah. separate. Yeah. Uh, that everyone would be sitting, but Mark Hamill would be standing like every time because he had to get his like whole body into the character. And yeah, stuff. well, that was like his like similar. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they did this on purpose. Uh, I feel like the Joker a lot of times yeah. has like the neck kind of drooped over. Yeah. Like he's like his back is very straight, but his neck is really far forwards, foreheads down. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see him do that posture as <laughs> yeah. well. And I wonder if it was you know, well, inspired by the animation or if the animation was inspired by him. I don't know if they started doing it yet, but there's something about how it, at some point they start recording him like video to as reference for the animators, for okay. the storyboards and so stuff. So it was probably Mark yeah. Hamill came yeah. first. <laughs> Six. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah that that's always fun and i always also love about that that in that like he gets a couple of words wrong but the majority of it is like memorized from that he's like he's looks at his little notebook like twice but yeah like, I, I was the next word i would at first i was like has he got a teleprompter and then he pauses puts on his glasses looks at the script and i was like oh shit yeah, homeboy's doing this from memory yeah yeah, is it? I mean, I'm sure he rehearsed it, but still, like for a Star Wars convention, yeah. for that to be at all in the back of yeah. his mind is incredible. I really like that. Even yeah, even the Star Wars fans are like, "Oh yeah, he's doing Joker, hell yeah!" And I like that they dropped the lighting and turned it slightly purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool little uh, moment there. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. The last uh, thing I have is uh, I had to look this up and confirm it and a bunch of different websites say this same thing it was something that i had not heard before and didn't quite believe at first uh joker refers to sid as a weasley little gunsel yeah the word gunsel is often used to refer to an armed criminal uh but this is because of a deliberate misunderstanding have you heard of this at all no i wasn't sure with you being kind of like english nerd guy (laughs) so I thought it was just like a fully armed Rapunzel. <laughs> Got guns where hair should be. <laughs> Rapunzel, let down your guns. <laughs> Somebody draw that. Jamie, get on it. No, Cooney Phoenix, come on. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Can you dress Rapunzel? Anyway, but maybe you won't say that after hearing the next part. Oh, so, no. Maltese Falcon yeah. uh, was being serialized in a magazine... The the author, uh, when he was writing it, is being serialized in a magazine with an editor who did not know not did not allow vulgarities. Uh Dashel Hammett, uh the author, used the word gunsel, slang for a man who bottoms in gay sex or is forced into it. Oh. Uh, knowing that the editor would not know the word. Both the 1931 and 1941 film adaptations of the novel included the usage, and as before, censors assumed that the word was a reference to a criminal with a gun. The word has since been picked up by other writers of crime fiction who were similarly unaware of its origins. Oh. So that guy's just laughing in his grave. <laughs> wow. Presumed grave. I don't think he'd be still alive. But... However... Uh-huh. Uh, in the same way that like Webster's dictionary works. Yeah, now it's that. Now it's both. <laughs> yeah, so it might have had like shady origins, but now it's just Rapunzel with gun hair. <laughs> yeah, and we've we there are now three definitions <laughs> of this word. But yeah, I, I've definitely heard like Gunsel used for just like I I think you know I've used it probably as like a word for just like a a goon or a like a you know hired criminal or whatever. You know, the, the weird thing for me is like I, I feel like when you don't know a word, at least I have a tendency to like just kind of make up a definition of what it sounds like uh-huh. and to me that word doesn't sound like a hired goon it sounds more like a coward or something mm. like that yeah you know some like, like like a weakling or something person. No, no, yeah. nothing to do with guns like yeah. the fact that guns oh. in the word doesn't register to me. <laughs> really? it's okay. just like oh some some like weak scrawny yeah. something or other huh yeah i don't know i'd i'd I definitely just with like there's the the I think I told you already there's that like canceled Batman episode about the gun that killed his parents like following it from creation yeah, to which shooting them such and stuff. a cool idea yeah uh, that when the Randy Rogel was describing that episode he used gunsel like five different times <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty funny to think that maybe he didn't know. That it meant that or whatever. I've never <laughs> wanted to ask Dan Savage a question more than I want to ask him about Gunsel. 
Dan Savage. Do you not know who Dan Savage no. is? It says a lot about you, Jamie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the the top version of Gunsoul is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> knife Soul. <laughs> guns guns also shoot out things. Katana Soul. <laughs> oh, we ain't need a shooting thing. Bazooka Soul. Bazooka Soul. <laughs> Harley Quinn's bazooka soul. <laughs> there she pulls on those guys in the car. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. And we solved that. Yeah. Are there any keen effects in this episode? There's shadowy stuff. There's the rain. Yeah. I'd say starting off, the rain was one of my favorite visual things, like mm-hmm. in the show. You know, it's just kind of cool to have this, like, it was like. It was like three different frames of rain repeating, but. But it worked so yeah, well. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's just like, I, it reminded me of. Like growing up in the Northeast, you know, there it, you'll get a hundred percent humidity, mm-hmm. and you'll get a lot of really crazy rain showers, and a lot of times you'll like even see like a wall of rain coming at you, where it's literally it's sunny where you are, and the rain is coming at you in a straight line. Yeah, and it reminded me of that because there's this point where the where rain that hard hits you that it's like your brain almost can't comprehend. Like if you're in a car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you pull over and you wait on the side of the road because you can't drive through it because there's mm-hmm. no visibility. And I liked being distracted by those raindrops because that same thing where it's just like that, everything in the yeah. background was super dark. You could kind of not see a lot of it. Yeah, if that was the intention, rain. it was good because, yeah, I, I, you were like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I know there's a guy running. I <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I think it was reminiscent of real yeah. life for me. And I was like, oh, that's Maybe awesome. Maybe on purpose. I, other than like more obvious things like that, I think just the lighting in general was pretty cool. There's like the scenes in Rupert Murdoch's office. Uh, Thank just you. His name now. Uh, the like fi- the fireplace is just lighting them from one very distinct angle the whole time. Yeah, and stuff that was cool. Um, the like the explosion of the gas tank was neat even though it didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of those flashes of Sid and, and Batman on the rooftop yeah. fighting, and you're getting flashes of them, you know, so it's going in and out of silhouette. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's real good art in this episode. Yeah. Well, it's the Cowboy Bebop people. It, it was weird. It didn't, like, look as much like an anime... Like, it was the... Like, I Am the Night and other episodes that yeah. had them more recently were, like overly detailed maybe compared to what they're supposed to quote unquote look like. But this one had, I felt was a lot more like on model with the characters and it was, but it was still really good uh, looking. Yeah. Yeah, To me, this was the, the whole production staff saying like handing over (laughs) some like reading material from previous episodes to sunrise be like, we, Make it look like this. But also do your sunrise-ness, please. Yeah. <laughs> Continue rising of the sun. I really want to know about the storyboards now. Of what? Just whether Well, I don't know if sunrise is like, yeah, oh, they're like, ah, we're, we're going to tilt this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to go from this overhead view. It's going to pan yeah. down to a Dutch angle. Yeah. And the rain is going to track the whole time. Like, it does they're make so me, good. Yeah, it does make me wonder if stuff like ACOM episodes are... Worse because they were accidentally or like coincidentally given worse storyboard artists or something like that, or if they were given the same level quality level of storyboards but just went, I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, I could see it being ACOM, like they're really good at like holding on an angle for too long, yeah. <laughs> and I could see it being like they had an up angle and they held on that yeah. for too long, and there's a side angle and they held on that for too long. And Sunrise saw the up angle and the side angle and said, Let's blend that. Yeah, or, yeah, we'll do two. I, I feel like maybe at least whoever storyboarding it had a more cinematic eye than yeah. most episodes or something. I don't know. 
How can we know? We can't. We can't ever ask anybody at all. Okay. Or learn Batman's usefulness. <laughs> in this Zero. Or a hundred? Zero. Because he had a really good plan the whole time. Zero. I'll give Batman a middle ground five exploding propane tanks with bricks out of <laughs> ten. I'm going to give Batman one. No, point two. Because okay. if your logic is correct that this boiling vat somehow leads into a river. Yeah. <laughs> just glossing over that Gotham's one. Gotham's river is real fucky, man. There's fish with smiles in there. Yeah. There's a shark in there. <laughs> There's probably a werewolf. Who knows? Aquaman really having a field day. <laughs> God damn it, stop. Uh, so with that idea that Batman just opened a coffin, <laughs> I'm going to give... This is entire use. It was I'm going to give Batman coffin, yeah. 0.27 uh, kazoo solos <laughs> okay. out of at least 40. Books or hip hop? Sunday comics. That's not an option. <laughs> Is that a book or hip hop? I don't it's know. It's a book. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a it's a la uh laptop. <laughs> it's coffee a table. Laptop. It's a coffee table book of unfunny Dilbert Sunday comics. <laughs> Okay. Out of ten. <laughs> no, we're not doing that anymore. I don't know. I yeah. Let's. It's weird. This one's like doesn't feel books or hip hop to me. It's. Does it's it kinda, feel? Does it feel Sunday comic coffee table books? It feels like Out whatever tank is high octane jazz. <laughs> uh, I I also feel like I'm giving. I'm. It, it sounds like I'm being too critical. I do like this yeah, episode. Yeah. In fact, do you put it on your top ten? Let's see what your top ten is. Let's pull this to up. compare. I need. I need a okay. visual. Yeah, <laughs> this document, big red letters, Jimmy, Jimmy guy. guy at the top. <laughs> okay, say so, say so what's your top? What's your top ten? Uh, my top ten from ten to one is perchance to dream the strange secret of Bruce Secret. Did I put an end in there? Secret of Bruce Wayne. Nothing to fear. Beware of slash the slash gray ghost slash ghost POV. Uh, pretty poison. Joker's favor. Almost got him. Feet of clay. Part two. And heart of ice. Okay. Does this beat out any any of those? Even the lower end ones? No. No? No, it doesn't. Okay, well, I'm going to put this at my number six. What? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wait, you got to talk through this with me. Okay. Is it because of the art? I, I, just, I really like this episode. I think it's the writing, honestly, for the in this one for me. The, the art is really good, but I think that the... Not necessarily the writing of the scenario. Like, you're right that it is But the writing bit, of the people? Yeah, like, the characters are just... They just feel like... This episode, to me, was the, like, okay, finally we're watching Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> like, we're all, we're halfway through Batman the Animated Series. We're finally watching the show. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I totally, I totally agree with you on, like, the character writing being, like, yeah. so good and all this stuff. The fact for me, it's, like, it... It focuses around Sid, yeah, but who I, is so not an interesting enough character okay, for me to put it on the top okay. ten. Well, I, I don't consider him like interesting in like his, I don't know, anything, his backstory or whatever. Like he's he doesn't have like a, but his whole reason for being there like drives the whole episode and. That's true. I'm trying to explain this to you, <laughs> and I'm trying to explain my reasoning. I guess uh, I just, I just like that the. the the more serious characters 
get to bounce off of this guy, Rupert Thorne, the Joker, Batman, etc., mm. where they're being they're, they're put in a situation they never thought they would be in. Uh, where and and by this like fucking idiot, yeah, <laughs> and and they're just so like just seeing how they would react to both Batman's death individually and like what he, it, that it was this guy <laughs> that it, that it would, couldn't possibly like no I'm so mad or whatever and the whole I don't know the whole Joker eulogy thing is so good I mean it's, uh, it's classic scene, things yeah. are and you are you just getting I'm in a devil's advocate I know the shit out I of know this. what you're gonna say is because okay. I'm I'm being nostalgic about it or whatever or are you getting i mean i guess it's nostalgia but are are you getting caught up in the like the the pop the popular excitement no of- it, i think that that whole like the video of mark hamill doing the thing is just a cool thing i would put that video <laughs> on my top, <laughs> <Your> top 10 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so my current uh top 10 in reverse i am the night dreams in darkness perchance to dream eternal youth beware the gray ghost almost got him Heart of Ice, Two Face Part One, Feet of Clay Part Two, and On Leather Wings, and yeah, I just think that like my the bottom half of my list, they're all really good episodes, but they're all a little bit like the rewatchability isn't super high for me. Yeah, uh, but this one is. This yeah, like I w- I would I'd go watch that again right now, <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> okay, I just I find it to be a very fun year. <laughs> You're now changing my name to James, who is wrong about his number one choice. <laughs> well, not James, but I, I guess I can't. Jamrick. Sorry, it says Jamrick. Anyway, yeah, so I'm going to put this right under Almost Got Him. Uh, the man. Oh, my God. I can't write. The man who killed Batman. And that now bumps I Am the Knight off of the list, which has taken a while for me to do. I keep comparing every episode we watch to I Am the Knight. Uh, and going, no, it's not better than I am the night. And this one just jumped so many places. It jumped so many places. Yeah. Sweet. So, well, good job. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm happy for fun. you yeah. with your wrong <laughs> decisions you. again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I also, I just had a thought that I think would help me. Maybe you don't need this. Mm. I think it would help me. And this doesn't need to be in the podcast, I don't think, <laughs> if you want to cut it out. But um, I kind of want to put like a line, like a literal one, like short-ish one sentence under each one of like why I chose this mm. because I feel like some of these You're things I can't yeah. necessarily defend them yeah why it's where it is yeah so I kind of want to like yeah, I kind of want to do that <laughs> well let's we can do that right now let's do that like off you don't think we should do that on the podcast no because I think it's gonna I with my brain I think it's gonna take longer than okay that's fine <laughs> like then, I don't want to add 20 minutes yeah to the podcast. <laughs> okay okay I, I can get on board uh, but yeah so now, now that we got that out of the way, yes, we go to the future, right? I mean, we're always going to the future. It's like Jack second. Ryder with the Gotham City News. I'm Jordan Blumen. That's what we're about to hear, I think. Is that your prediction? Soon. What's your prediction for this Yappy Mail? Mm. Uh, Dylan Pollock will ask me a question and say that it's my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Blumen will pretend to be Gotham City news anchor Jack Ryder. Uh, Tip Tapricot will have some contemplation. See, I'm doing the things that always happen. Yeah, I want you to throw, give me one out of the box. Like, what's what's something that is, is like really going to happen? They're going to play the out of the box theme song <laughs> from Playhouse Disney. Sick. That you definitely know that one, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. singing it in my head right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, where is he going? <laughs> Dylan, I was going to try to guess what Dylan's question was going to be, but it, sometimes it relates to the episode and sometimes it completely not. Yeah, so guess it. If you were to kill Batman, how would you do it? Ooh, that's actually... Wow, I wonder if he's going to do that. We ask, should we start asking each other questions? <laughs> would that make the podcast more interesting? But we're about to find out. Here we go. Okay. We drop what we drop. Our weekly ops. Oh, yeah, those. Into the comment box. First. There sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. We haven't done podcast recording in so long that... Uh, I fucked up and and we started talking and then you're like, okay, now I'm recording. <laughs> and I, I said that whoop. because I feel like you had your like, not that you have like a bunch of different podcast voice, but you were like talking in a way that was like, oh, this is this sounds this like you're doing the podcasting. Podcast. You know that we didn't do the thing, right? Yeah, James, James, I'm not. You know, I didn't hit record yet. You need like a. Uh, well, hopefully that just doesn't happen again. But you need like a facial cue of like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, but you make that face all the time. Oh, That's you're just right. Your face. No one knows what face it was. This is my my tea is ready face. Your tea is ready. Yeah, I'm like, that, oh, there, the timer has gone off. My tea is ready. <laughs> it's code for we're not recording. <laughs> my tea is ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are inside of the the man who killed Batman episode at this time. Do you remember this episode? We watched it so long ago. Honestly, I, I don't remember it by the title. The Man Who Killed Batman, let me think. We got Sid the Squid, little punk-ass dude that's like, oh gosh, I'm yep. Mr. Thorne, help, yep. I killed Batman. Yep, I and remember then, it. And he didn't actually kill then, Batman, he just thought he did. Yeah, now Joker's Spoilers. mad. Now Joker's <laughs> mad. Too bad. Too bad we're all <laughs> just Sid the Squid. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too bad. That would be. I would not want to be Sid the Squid. Being would Dylan you be Pollock. Dylan Pollock? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody. I mean, everybody is. That's true. Including Keen Machine. This is uh, from the mechanic, actually, uh, because uh, Keen sent in voice message last time, like right at the tail end of our, our recording, and I didn't get to it. Uh, it says, ah, you've found my hidden location by tracing my frivolous spending. Now I have no choice but to give you my entire backstory while you figure out ways to use it against me. Am I the villain? No, I'm the mechanic. Dramatic music. <laughs> Speaking of monologues, and then we have a voice message. Greetings, James and Erin Butterscotch. First, Jamie, you are correct. Corn is nasty. Yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> Second, Kimmy, your mail time song is, and I quote, amazing. <laughs> I loved it. So props to you. Finally, Brian, there's a lot of car words in this episode that I won't even pretend that I understand, but I hope that it made you happy. So also, happy. if someone kept saying in the basement to me all weird, like she's in the basement, lots to do in the basement, I'd be pretty creeped out, not gonna lie. <laughs> Maybe try a different clue that doesn't give such forensic files vibes or all. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Keep it keen. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> I chopped her up in the basement. Okay, Earl. <laughs> I feel like that, for me, if someone was doing the whole, like, if, like that exact thing, if someone was, like, in the basement, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I know that I would catch that something was wrong, but yeah. I don't know. I'd be like basement, basement. It's the base. The basement is flo- basement flooded. 
We gotta, we gotta go to the basement. <laughs> Let's go to the basement. Hey, show me yeah. the basement. Like, I don't feel like I'd be witty enough to actually, like, discern, like, oh, I'm gonna pretend to leave, and then I'm gonna punch well, somebody then, who jumps out or something? I don't know. Then he... And then it wasn't even a reference to an actual basement. It was just some like NASCAR term that no that Batman knew for some reason. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> it, that. Yeah, it was like basement meant the bottom of the car or something, or being de- being really. De- I can't even fucking remember. It man. meant that your car was going to explode. Or, oh, or it meant like, well, the penguin it, was going to take control of it. Or yeah, whatever. it's NASCAR code for the penguin has taken control of your car. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's like, okay, or whatever you say. <laughs> The penguin's not real. He can't hurt you. Uh, this is from Tim R. Greetings, Jazzy James and Breezy Brick. Yo. So the mechanic. <laughs> it was an episode. I don't really have a lot to say about it. It's not one for which I have any sentimental attachment. There's nothing particularly remarkable about it. Yes, we see the OG bat suit and Batmobile, but that's about it. That was my takeaway, too. Hmm. That's the only thing I ever care about. So here's a question for you both. What Batmobile is your favorite? Not strictly from the DCAU, as I know Brian has yet to see them. Let's keep this to live action. Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. I think that's all of them. Although you're probably only familiar with like two of them. Two of them, them. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh, You're probably going to say the Keaton one, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's cooler than the Adam West one. Although the Adam West one looks more like a car. Cause it's it is more, it's like, probably the most unique one, I think. Like, it's the most different. The rest have basically the same, like, kind of shape to them, I would say. But, yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very 60s. It's very groovy Batmobile, you know? Let me see if I can figure it out by the... <laughs> it's a 1955 Ford Lincoln Futura concept car. Okay. Nice. Have you, did you just know that by looking at it? No, no. I You, you could have lied. If it wasn't, oh, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, the, the newest one is kind of mostly a car also. It's a charger, right? Is it, yeah, Isn't that sure. just based off a charger? It's a, I don't know cars. This is from Jordan Newman. What the heck is a new Jordan Newman? Uh, happy Jimbo. Oh, not happy Jimbo. Hello, Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> happy Jimbo and Brucey boy. I realized that in my voice message, I named something kind of obscure that some people don't know, the DSE Ray. Yeah, I know what that is. And my disappointment in not hearing it this episode. For reference, for anyone who doesn't know, the DSE Ray, meaning Day of Wrath, is an ancient melody representing the end of the world and has been used as sort of the song of death and dark or darkness in countless soundtracks. It's what? mostly recognizable as the melody of making Christmas from Nightmare Before Christmas. This is a long way to say this would have been the perfect episode to use it, and I keep expecting it to show up, but it didn't. Stay yappy. I assume he's talking about the man who killed Batman. Mm. Um, I might as well shift over to his voice message real quick since we're on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, a tragic report slash musical minute from Jordan Blumen. It's GCN. Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. I'm sorry to be the one to break this news, folks, but the Batman is dead. Oh, my God. This is going to be a tough night for all of us. But I know (laughs) that if we stand together and stay strong, we can... I'm sorry. Hang on just a moment. (laughs) You're kidding. Well, folks, it seems the Batman is still alive. (laughs) Everything's okay, and you can go back to sleep. You're kidding. (laughs) Now over to the music. This episode has what I think is my favorite appearance of the Batman theme played overly dramatically on an organ and then shifting into that heroic brass. Uh, I love it a lot. 
I also uh, noticed that they did not take the opportunity to use the DS ray in this episode, and that makes me sad. What the hell is that? What does that mean? I wish someone would explain to me what it is. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. I, I've uh, never heard of that before, to be fair. It's a melancholic... Oh, my God. Let me find an example of it. Find it. Find it, Jamie. I'm finding it. Chilling your Reese's means you'll eat them slower. <laughs> it no. also means they'll be colder. Don't you recognize it? Biore blemish patches. Oh, my God. Biore blemish patches. Holy shit. Not as expecting. You've not heard that? I don't think so. That's in like every like late 90s action movie trailer. <laughs> oh. <Whoops. laughs> That's probably what I know it from the most. <laughs> okay. No, I don't recognize it. Well, now you don't, you won't again next time. Nice. From Scotty Cameron, hey, yappy dudes. Hey. Jamie, you don't think Redacted of the Redacted is a good episode? Yeah, the mechanic was just a mediocre episode. I mostly hyped it up to be in the character of the penguin. I shot. I thought the shot of penguin with a bulging bloodshot eye was weird when he was looking at the Batmobile yeah. schematics. It was. Also, I'm surprised Jordan, of all people, didn't point out how the opening car chase cuts between the penguin theme and Batman theme while going back and forth. Uh, it wasn't as bad as Last Laugh Joker chase with the trash dump, but it reminded me of that. Uh, maybe the Joker chase is worse because Joker's theme is more whimsical. The Man Who Killed Batman is a great episode. The funny thing is it may be the episode where Batman is the most useful of the recent episodes, despite being presumably dead. He <laughs> saved Sid from becoming William Easton at the hands of Joker. Please tell me someone got the Saw 6 reference. I did not. I'm sorry. Oh. Apprehends Thorn and presumably also catches the Joker. I guess it happened off screen. Maybe Batman is more useful off screen than on screen. I think we've <laughs> discovered that for ourselves Dad, as well. Yeah, that's actually a, a, <laughs> that's a really good point. Uh, lastly, yeah, Papa Roach's music has gone a bit softer since 2017. 2015's Fear was the last Papa Roach album that I'd really consider metal-oriented. Everything since then has gone for a more electric and pop-rock feel. I think it's largely because Jacoby, Jacoby has had surgery to his vocal cords done in recent years so that he can't do all the screams and growls he used to get away with. Yeah. That's too bad. That also happened to, I mean, I think there's a few instances of that, but... The one that stands out in my mind. I can't think of the name of the band at the moment. Uh, Disturbed? No. Because Disturbed guy also, Romstein also. <laughs> all of the above. All the guys, they're getting old. Everyone's getting old. Avenge Sevenfold. That's mm. who it was. Uh, that guy yes. had like, before they got famous, he had like a really gnarly scream and then uh, messed up his voice. And then he kind of went into this like nasally kind of thing instead. But. Devin Townsend hasn't, because he knows how to scream properly. <laughs> you talking about Jimmy Eat World? Kimmy Whoa. Eat World. I, I apologize also for past James and all these episodes saying Jimmy Eats World. I don't even think I realized I was saying that at the time. I don't he think just I eat, would know the difference. He, he just eat world. He just do it, okay? This is Tip Tapricot Ice Cream. Ooh. Contemplations, the man who killed Batman. 
Uh, here is my post-midnight due date squeeze-in for some thoughts. Not many, <laughs> but still some. Note on fruity detail since I ran out of time. The bartender just had a vibe. As your local queer apricot, I may make that a recurring segment because it would be goofy and fun. Stay yappy. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. We're about to find out. <laughs> All right. Here are the late night contemplations of the week on The Man Who Killed Batman. Hearing Harley talk and act normally was weird, but honestly, pretty cool. And I would be interested in seeing more of her pre-Harley Quinn. Um, and I think it's really funny that Harvey didn't recognize her when it still sounds like her and looks like her. Mm -hmm. And she said her full name, which just sounds like Harley Quinn. <laughs> but I guess he was grieving. Um, who knows? Maybe just emotional turmoil clouds his mind. Um, Sid started out annoying, but then honestly, I didn't mind him at the end as far as mm. comic relief characters go. Um, he was just sort of a guy in like a way that you can stand to me this episode does a twist of setting it up itself up to be cooler than it is um at like at the start you're like oh it's gonna be one of these kinds of episodes and then like it slowly became decently enjoyable not great but like i had fun which is more than i can say about some episodes same um and also a fruity detail the bartender what a guy bye Okay, I, I get it now. Do you remember this from the episode? No. Having like a bar fight in that salty spittoon place. Yeah, yeah. And the 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 very like animatedly gay <laughs> bartender <laughs> is like dropping glasses on guys that have already fallen on the floor. Oh yeah. Like whoopsie. Kind of oh wow, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that during the discussion, but yeah. Man, <laughs> I understand that was so that. long ago. I get it. Yeah, I, I wish that guy showed back up. We didn't include him in any of our Pride Month videos. What the hell? Next year. <laughs> Solid representation in The Man Who Killed Batman. Uh, this is from Keen Machine again uh, for this week, I, I expect. Thank you for joining us and not being late. As you know, true yoppers have a zero-tolerance policy for tardiness. Please take an open seat wherever you'd like. We're about to begin. <laughs> 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 She's running. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, James, Ryan, Yo. dear listener. We are gathered here today to mourn the absence of our beloved King Machine from last week's episode. <laughs> Though he was there in spirit, There's his voice in the background. was absent. Silenced by the merciless marching of the hours, he was robbed of his rightful place of the mail time segment, <laughs> blocked from fulfilling his weekly duties, his opinions scorned and rejected by Father Time himself. <laughs> but I digress. The time for sorrow has passed. It's time to look ahead to a bright future, as we all remember, to keep it keen. <laughs> Because I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. Yeah, it deserves the applause sound. Can we just upload that as its own episode? I want to listen yeah, to that. Often. Just put us to shame every week, <laughs> why don't you? <laughs> well done, Keen. Well done. <laughs> I I love uh, the just the coughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm really there at this funeral. Um, there's one more from Keen Machine that says, Day 12, is anyone there? Oh. <laughs> Greetings. Hello? Anyone? Wow. <coughs> Can anyone hear me? Ow. My ears. 
Journal entry. Day 12. Still nothing. Radio silent. No sign of James or Brian for 12 agonizing days. <laughs> I'm not sure how much more of this dry spell I can take. I'm starting, starting to go crazy. I keep thinking I, I hear them. <laughs> Gr- greetings, James and Brian. <laughs> keep, keep it keen. <laughs> Keep it together, Keen. There's still hope. Two days. Just wait two more days. Yeah. <laughs> ah, stop it! <laughs> These are too good. <laughs> I don't even have it. I have no comments afterward. I, I have just want to listen to them all day. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> God, that's the the thing we always need. And I'm sorry to make anyone follow those up, but we have some more voice messages on the anchor. <laughs> <laughs> I love the like wind sound effects. Yeah, yeah. You can see him trudging through the desert, you know. Oh, I thought snow. Oh yeah. Hmm. He's the he's the mailman in Hey Arnold. <laughs> I hate snow. I hate the rain. I hate the sleep. Man, I sure do hate the dry spell of yappy dudes. This is from Scarface <laughs> Nate. Well, this episode was fun. Who's for Chinese? Black. It is time, boys and girls. Yes, 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 it is for another episode by James and Brian. But, 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 but this is one of my favorite episodes. Yes, 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 it is. Are we ready, boys and girls? I know I am. <clears throat> We're gonna stop that now. <clears throat> Thank you. Anyway, <clears throat> the highlight of this episode is, of course, Joker and Batman's relationship, for lack of better terms, anyway. But for me, the highlight of this episode is the animation, as well as the, well, music. But shame I can't find the music for this episode's soundtrack, which goes hmm. for a lot of the soundtracks in DCAU. But hey ho, what are you going to do anyway? Hmm. Also, I love how Joker just ready to kill a guy just for asking a stupid question, which I can totally relate to, by the way. <laughs> also, I'm glad James can relate to my plight about not shutting up about watching a movie. I can't not sing a song or say a line about a movie I love. Anyways... Stay happy. Same. I will. We will. You too. I I think the soundtrack for this episode's out there somewhere because I've definitely used the music from the last like five seconds of it that we'll play at the end of this podcast uh, in some video of ours because I I sang it as it happened. So I I don't think I'll, I would otherwise know the music. <laughs> but, but you know, this is from Super Luigi sixty four. Bring it. <laughs> It's like the episode. (laughs) This is one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. Whenever my dad and I do our yearly best of rewatches, this one always makes the rotation. Really? We're both big Star Trek fans, so the Wrath of Khan funeral scene send-up kills us every time. (laughs) And Harley Quinn playing the kazoo is one of the reasons I got a kazoo as a kid, much to the detriment of my own home life. Anyway, keep on yapping. Yeah, someone had pointed out that that was a Wrath of Khan, uh, like, parody by playing Amazing Grace as the casket gets lowered into the thing. But I, I, I assume that's just a thing in funerals. Like, it's just felt like a normal thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's originated. A, it's a pretty that. common, like, lowering the casket into the into the ground mm-hmm. kind of song. But I'll take it. I'll assume it. I'll, I'll have it be a Star Trek parody. Yeah. This last one is from Movies to Watch Before You Die. And the, the uh, 
subject line is, I think I got the black lung pop or COVID. <laughs> it's COVID. Everybody's got COVID. Aww. Stop it. Hey, listen, let's listen. It's time for the thoughts of the week from oh, Donald Pollock on <laughs> the man who killed Batman. Or it's a good thing Sid wasn't named Chuck. Hey, Jamie and Brickabrack, you listener. Hey. Yes, you listener. You're my favorite listener of all of them. So, let's talk about Sid. Hard. How'd this guy get involved as a henchman? He feels like he should be Rupert Thorne's accountant. And the other henchmen think Batman will just focus on beating the crap out of Sid and not just knock him out in one punch and move on to them? Also, is there any other time we see a villain, which I guess Sid is, get a happy ending? Oh. Mm. Lastly, that's a damn good dick joke in this children's show. Subpoena. Get it? Because it sounds like a penis. <laughs> also, not to cut in on Jordan's musical moment, but I love when Batman walks into Rupert's office with the funeral organ added to the theme. Mm-hmm. So, let's get to the question of the week. James' oh, favorite part. Y- yeah, yeah, thank you. Do you have a preference for episodes from Batman's point of view, a villain's point of view, or a random Gothamite like Sid? Let me know what you think. Mm. Ooh. What? I mean... Ooh. <laughs> Why? I don't. I still understand why that. Happens. It is. It's random. I don't know. Super random. Uh, anyway, yeah. What do you? What's your answer to that question? I I think I actually I probably just for like the novelty of it, um, a random like person's point of view. Yeah, we've had a couple like Batman's not in much of the episode episodes lately. Yeah, and we tend to give those ones like low Batman's usefulness scores because because <laughs> not didn't there do anything. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I guess later on it's more fun to have it from Batman's perspective when he's, like, this more uh, equipped. Adept. Yeah, it, adept is the better word. Yeah, dude. Because right now whenever it's a bat, like, oh, we're following what Batman's doing, most of what he does is, like, feed a piece of paper into the back computer <laughs> and it goes, the guy's in the place. The guy and went he east. Goes, oh, yeah, east, and then he goes there and punches people, and that's about what he does. I'm, I'm looking forward not, to, to seeing a more like, yeah, a more the the. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Batman through your eyes. Yes, I thank you. <laughs> I've been I've been I've been looking forward to that. I hope you pop my eyes right out of their sockets. I'm gonna. And then, yeah, that's all the voice messages. We're gonna get to some comments now on the last episode of the podcast which was called something uh the mechanic or turbocharged trinitro injectors and this is from deductionist what's up james asaurus and brian adon while it might be not be a great episode for the penguin i always thought this was an overall fun episode uh, I love this yappy community that you've created for us, even if we're all sock puppet accounts for Dylan Pollock. Hopefully this makes it in. I forgot to comment right away the first time I listened. <laughs> it made it in. You're here. Well done. And uh, yeah, speaking of the uh, the community, quick aside, it was awesome yeah. taking a little, little lunch break the other day and saw that you were live streaming your animation on the Watchtower. Yeah. And I popped in, and there were so many of the listener there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Batgirl, Fangirl was there. Batgirl, Dylan was Dylan there. Was yeah. there. And uh, it was just, it was neat to like actually have that interaction where, because normally it's just, you know, this is my yeah. interaction, but just then and there, and that was fun. <laughs> just me reading them to you, yeah. <laughs> Such as Scrudge. I've always loved the man who killed Batman. Really fun episode. Despite his limited screen time, we get a surprising amount of depth from the Joker as well as. 
one of his most iconic monologues. Side note, I want Harley to play Amazing Grace on Kazoo at my funeral. <laughs> I'd argue that Batman was actually pretty useful in this episode. You may say he does nothing for most of the runtime, but he's deliberately doing nothing. <laughs> so he's doing a good job if you think about it. <laughs> uh, capturing Rupert Thorne, nice bonus. I'll give him four shadow puppet squids that don't actually look anything like hands out of five. <laughs> uh, I think Dylan meant... He'd be called like Chuck the fuck or something like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know <laughs> if his name was Chuck. Oh yeah, I Chuck, don't know. I Chuck forgot about the that. Duck. <clears throat> Tell us next yeah. time, Dylan. We don't get. We don't understand you quite yet. We'll we'll get it someday. Uh, MJ Barrett. Hey, Jackfruit and Broccolini. I adore Yo. the new male song. Meant to tell you last week, but alas, I fell behind and feel appreciated as a sock puppet. My ADHD brain ran off with the idea of how much road rage would we be able to reduce if we could audibly fart on other cars and be <laughs> farted on? Because how can one be very angry when one is giggling at fart sounds? <laughs> That's a good point. I, I would fart on a lot of other cars. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yop Tower Database, which, which oh. by the way, has a couple of new episodes oh that people God, should go I'm listen so to. so far behind. Shoot. I know. I stole someone's creative vision, and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. There's a merch idea for you, you thieving crooks. <laughs> 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 you, thank you. I'll steal that. Ronald Taylor will do it. Ashley Touchin, if I had a dollar for every time the Penguin hacked the Batmobile in the early 90s, I'd have $2. I know it's not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> This episode is definitely an example of an interesting concept with a flawed execution. Since I do like the idea of Batman having a mechanic, I'm really looking forward to the next episode. It's an all-time classic personal favorite of mine. Oh, and in response to Dylan's question, the three movie or TV cars I'd like to drive are the Batmobile, the DeLorean, and the Impala from Supernatural. Those are good answers. Although I haven't seen Supernatural, uh, my friend Jesse apparently bought, like, not the car, but yeah basically the same kind of car. car i think it's like same make model year and color <laughs> uh yeah. because of that um it's a cool car <laughs> i don't i'm not big into cars but it's a pretty cool car <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll try to sucker him into driving it over here the next time we record you can get suckered into watching 15 seasons of Supernatural or something. Oh, look at the time. I got to <laughs> not watch that. You got to not be on the podcast for an, uh, Pan, Panda Borg Productions. Yeah. Based on the car knowledge drops, a tangent on side chain compression, and that sick g- blues guitar riff, I'm not convinced Brick isn't just one of Bruce Wayne's alter egos. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the fold, Pandador. <laughs> Is that the greatest compliment I've ever received? I'm not sure. <laughs> so far, I Maybe. guess, on the Batman podcast, at least. Um, damn. Cool. Okay. Scar Lowy says, I've been living in Big Bus for a few weeks now. To be more precise, in Bay's Walls. Now, that noise you hear at night is me getting a snack. The pink stuff isn't cotton candy. It's insulation. It's fiberglass insulation. So don't eat yeah. it. Yeah. We, you might want to get your stomach pumped. <laughs> uh, KM said, I think perfect sound effect for traveling to pass is a Samurai Jack theme. <laughs> James, don't read this out loud. If you use Samurai Jack theme, you two could play it during all episodes in Hereafter. Make some long-term plans. <laughs> I don't know... Okay, I read it out loud, though. <laughs> I was looking forward to this episode. It will definitely make it into your top ten. It made it into mine, not Brian's. Whoops. 
Even though it's not a Joker episode, I think it has one of the most entertaining Joker appearances. I like when there's a different threat and Joker is the side character. Yeah. This episode is the perfect example of that. This works for Penguin, too. In his best episodes, he's not the main villain, like almost got him. I guess that's true. He, there's no good Penguin episodes. <laughs> so didn't, there's only so, a good Penguin. Somebody said that before, didn't they? Was it you? I said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Banana Man says okay. Okay. Uh, Baikonan, obviously the Batmobile is front and rear wheel drive. He just flicks the switch to pick which one. <laughs> uh, so not all wheel sure. drive, but one or the other. Yeah, he yet to pick. Cool. Batgirl, fangirl. I've always wanted to have a go in Herbie myself. <laughs> uh, or maybe the Tumblr from Batman Begins. There's two, two very different cars for you. I love the music in this one. It really sets the tone for the story. Robert Picardo is such a great voice, voice actor, totally unrecognizable from his role in Star Trek Voyager. Uh, I can't remember which character he played, but I know he was in here somewhere. <laughs> it's like a thug or something. I don't know. Thug guy. Uh, for me, the highlight, though, is Harley Quinn. She steals the show with her zany antics and interactions with the Joker. Great podcast as usual. Five stars and five poorly made brick walls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Cooney Phoenix, greetings. My favorite part from the mechanic is that face of absolute panic, or whatever that expression was, Bruce makes for like 0.5 seconds when he mentions the backers. That was at the end of the episode. He's like, how are you going to pay for this? And his face like contorted for like two frames. Uh, <laughs> it's so out of place and so sudden, like I know how incredibly insignificant it is to the larger plot of the episode, but it's just suddenly there and then he's calm again. <laughs> no, it's an infamous uh, frame of the episode. I I understand. I do, in fact, agree on the following things. The animation in Harley and Ivy was actually good. Corn does suck. And the Penguin isn't a super deep villain. I think Cooney Phoenix and I are best friends. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, Brian. have you noticed that... It's all good. Have you noticed that there's like the, <laughs> that corn thing that you sent me is like blowing up all over the It really now, is, yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate time for me to not like corn, that corn song going everywhere. around. It's awful, too. Man, like... Give me the my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds thing yeah. like give me that any day this corn thing I'm just, oh god it's like every other <laughs> it's it's very hard to hear like what he's saying like without the subtitles I'm like what am I listening to <laughs> I mean yeah but it is a big lump with knobs and has the juice so I I understand <laughs> um, also I'd like to answer the weekly question I'd go riding with I'd go riding oh, oh I'd go with riding Optimus's truck. Or Ex-Kaiser's car from the Yusha series anime called Ex-Kaiser. I'm sorry, I haven't seen that one. I don't know it. But I assume it's a cool car. Sorry this comment was very long. Have a lovely day. You're you welcome. too. Cole Papadakis, Rose and Max deserve all the chips. Yeah. They, they sure do. <laughs> they had watermelon today. Uh, oh, shit. They love watermelon. <laughs> Oh, that sounds pretty good. I'd like some of that. Uh, Never Stop Singing Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World, says Lenola Cola. In fact, you guys should start every episode with the opening line of sweetness, then jump into the podcast opening sting. Also, I can't wait. So take that, Maddie. Okay. <laughs> when C209. And to think we finally got away from all the stinker episodes, life is so unfair sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but hey, at least we got some good moments from Brother Brecky yelling about cartoon logic in a TV show made for kids. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's always what we. That's what we do. <laughs> Look, I can only experience it as I experience it. Yeah, Scotty Cameron. If I could pick a car from TV shows, it'd be Optimus Prime or Prowl in their vehicle forms because I don't need to drive Autobots; they can drive themselves. That's a very autonomous vehicles. Choice. And last but not least, we have Mark Aquino. <gasps> Gather round, gang. It's time for a story. 
There were once two young lovers named Desi and John. John was a bit on the nerdy side, and Desi was, was as well, but she had a smile that would brighten anyone's day and light up the night sky. Hence her nickname, Stargirl. They knew each other ever since they were kids on the playgrounds of South Jersey. One wanted to be a teacher and the other a filmmaker. Then there came a period of time where Desi wasn't seeing John that often. He was spending so much time raising money and resources to make an independent movie that he wasn't able to be with the girl who supported him from the start. That sounds familiar. One rainy night, Desi went to his home and told him that she met someone else and that she wished that she could help him with that movie, but had to choose between her own needs and this. She said her goodbyes and left. As she closed the front door and as the rain poured down on her, John ran out to stop her. He took her by the hand, stared her deeply into her hazel brown eyes and said, Stargirl, none of what I'm doing is as important to me as you. I can't bear to be your second choice, not when you are my first. (laughs) This was the most elaborate one I've done yet, and it's all for you, my one true bay brother, Brian Broderick, brushy, brushy, breaking bricks and Brussels sprouts, but brimming with brilliance, braggadocio. Whoa! And the next episode is a great one. One of my... One of my favorite Joker appearances. Can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Oh, my God. That was brilliant. I was on the edge of my seat, literally and figuratively. Yeah. I mean, I always sit on the edge of my seat because I have terrible posture, and it doesn't help. I I sit in – I'm a tall guy. I sit in chairs in a way that chairs are not meant to be sat in. (laughs) You broke up on Zoom, so all I heard was – a tall guy and then i'll I'll assume that whatever you said was was very deep and and good yes it was great thank you you're welcome that's the mail we're gonna go back to the past i think like samurai jim jack samurai jack and samurai jack jim james samurai jame jamie rye jack <laughs> Jamie Bride Jack. Yeah, that's the one. There we go. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little freaky, man. We spent too much time together in the last 24 hours. Here we are. Whoa, that was such a weird experience. We just well, the fact that we both had the like, yeah, and we're coming back, in. back into it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me run that back for you. Yeah. <laughs> For music by whatever that guy was that <laughs> we found out did music for that movie. Uh, next week's episode, Brother Broderick, yes, is called Zatanna. <laughs> it's about Zatanna. Yeah. What? What? Who is that? What's that? Uh, a new villain. A new villain. Okay. Yeah. How do you spell it? A n e w v i l o a. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> You're welcome. How do you spell Zatanna? With a Z. A good, good answer. <laughs> Capitalize it if you want to be proper. So it's a new villain. What are they? What are they going to do? Zit things. Zit things. Batman's face is a pizza face now. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, it, it, they did. They did a, a like co-sponsorship with um like those oxy whatever wipes. Clor- what was it? What was Clorox it? wipes. That's how you get rid Clor- of yeah. Zits. <laughs> wow. Just rub, just rub uh, table cleaner all over your face. Yeah, that's what Batman's gonna <laughs> Has do. Has anyone tried that? You have. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> anyway, if uh, that's the podcast, thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to reach out to us, like the fire hand at the end of the cat and claw part two, email us at podcast and watch Yeah. Yeah. You can also send us. 
a uh, voice message. A voice message. Is that better? I don't know. On Anchor. Less dickish. By going to anchor.fm slash batwagon. Uh, the link is also in the description of this episode and every episode. Leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel. Subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. And while you're us and the DCAU review and sometimes uploads of our live streams when I remember to do that. That's a thing. Yeah. You know what else? What? Rate the podcast. Yeah. Why not? Five, maybe it takes, five stars. It takes, it takes like almost no time at all and it helps us. We get... Where'd you put that blanket? You put it back? I put it back. Oh, I never saw you do that. It was like, is it on dog hair floor? Come on. I why, just why, bought that. Why, what, about, what about rating the podcast? Maybe oh, sorry. About blankets. Yeah. You really checked out Teespring. there, Teespring.com slash stores. <laughs> Wait, we weren't even talking about Get merch yet. The merch. <laughs> oh, is that... You're, you're getting ahead of me. Yeah. <gasps> Somebody buy me a shirt. We have cowboy... <laughs> just any shirt. <laughs> Please, I need clothes. I'm an extra large. Actually, you know what? Sizes suck. Get Brian a This Shirt Better Be About the Zeta Project shirt. That's on the store. <laughs> oh. Right. Get Brian a... Did we get any merch suggestions, I wonder? I don't know. I hope so. Me too. If you have merch suggestions, let us know. Get by Brian a uh, Why Was There a Yellow Bat Suit in Starcrossed You Madman t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't know where... Is Starcrossed a Batman episode? No. Okay. I was. I'm, I'm honestly waiting for the yellow bat suit. <laughs> and I have this no idea why I did be. the podcast. Yes, that was the first. That's my first connection with Watchtower. Was near like, oh, I do these videos, and it was shortly yeah. after you made the yellow bat suit video. I'm sure I showed that to you around the time we met because that's around when I made that video. That's exactly what I just said, but in different words. So. <laughs> I think you're lying. No, you said you showed new it. episodes <laughs> of the podcast are released every Friday. Oh. On the Pod Tower YouTube channel and whatever you listen to podcasts on. Except which, for this last Friday when it wasn't. Uh, and watchtowerdatabase.com also. <laughs> Good. That's where it is. Good. That was definitely a cohesive sentence that you read and I didn't interrupt over. And hopefully I'm not editing this part out uh, because of some weird technical difficulty. But we're having Dan Reba on for Zatanna, baby! Oh. Dan Reba is going to be here in the house. Not in the house, but in the I mean, his face is going to be in the house. He's going to be in his house, and we're going to be in your house. Yeah! He's in a in a house! <laughs> Dan Paul, Reba's or, in a house! <laughs> Paul, D- Paul Dini's probably also in a house? I, maybe. There's a good chance. Nice. It's 10 a.m. He's probably still in his house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we are. Yeah, I'm in so, I'm putting Paul Dini's house right now. Yeah, me too. That's where we've been recording the podcast the whole time. In his basement. That's why you hear me. He's like, oh, yeah, Paul Dini writing so good. He's got a gun sold to my head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Goodbye, everybody. Good, goodbye. <laughs> to my head? Is that what the, that was what the oh, no part was about, right? Sure. Oh. Here we go. Away. Oh, away we, here we away go. Away we go. And that one's for any I missed. Oh, am I glad to see you. Wait a minute. How come you're alive? I swung away before the gas tank exploded. But I thought since you believed I was dead, I'd tail you and see who was calling the shots. So you were the one who saved me from the Joker? That's right. Well, glad to be of service. See ya. You're still an accomplice to Thorne's gang. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I can't win for losing, huh? I don't know. In the right environment, a man of your dangerous reputation could still get a lot of respect. 
Here he comes. It's the squid. Toughest man in Gotham, he nearly off the bat. Set far enough, you made a fool out of the Joker, too. Don't mess with him, man. A big shot at last. <laughs>